Let me pray, man, and I, and I have a, I have a, I have a word for you. That's just a little bit of update where we are and where we're going, and, and uh, I pray the Lord help us to get there. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that God you would uh, help me to minister and help me to uh, share uh, the word that you have given me uh, for this people, Lord. Thank you, God, for bringing that back to me just now. Uh, God, I need all the help that I can get, and uh, Lord, I, I pray for this people. I pray for the mission of this church. I pray for Pastor. I pray for his wife. I pray for healing and the sickness that is upon their life right now. And I also pray, God, that you would help us to understand and know that you have a bigger purpose, a bigger calling for our life uh, than oftentimes what we see happening and going on in our midst, Lord. So help us, God, uh, to see the good uh, come out of what the devil meant for wrong. And I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, amen. My point, my point where I was going just a second ago was, that God's been dealing with me about our health. And in 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul. And, and it seems like, you know, we have sicknesses and we have all this kind of illnesses and stuff coming upon us all the time. It seems like when we, when we stretch ourselves or when we go into places that aren't necessarily the cleanest places on the planet, but it's the places that we need to be going into that something ends up happening or coming onto us or coming into our life that it kind of settles us or slows us down for a little bit or for a period of time. And then we look back at that and we have an opportunity to, to either be like, hey, you know what, man, whatever it takes, God, I mean, we're doing the will of God, we're doing the mission of God, we're doing the purpose of God. If I have to be sick for a little bit or if an illness has to come upon me a little bit to be able to pass the gospel or bring the message of the gospel to the lost or to the impoverished or to the poor, then God, I want to be willing to do that. But it also we can look at that and we'd be like, ah, we don't want to do that. So when I look at our situation here at this church and with what God is calling us to get ready to go do, I say, man, you know, isn't it cool how God's allowing some sickness and some and things like that to go through so that we're already immune to everything that's going to, we're going to be coming across now. I mean, that's a good way to look at it. I mean, because when we got it out here at the ministry and the campus, I have people in different houses all over the, right? And I have different families. That, so when I, I'm the first one, so I, 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 I set myself apart. I, I isolate myself. My wife is in the other room, and I'm like, you know you're probably going to get it, but, you know, but. Don't you speak that on me, right? I mean, you know, and, 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 then, and then she gets it, so we open up the doors, and, and, and yet we still, we still try to protect and, and, and manage the property uh, and, and protect others at the same time. And, and uh, you know, and, and, uh, you know, we just have to trust the Lord, you know. And, and uh, you know, so with us, it just kept coming in chains, you know, so I was clean, but she was still positive, but I was still around her, and then my son got positive, so then I had to be around him, and he had an emergency project, but I was clean, and he was pot, and I mean, it's like, oh my gosh, God's calling us uh, out into a field of people uh, to distribute and to pass out things that they can use and things that they can need and to offer the love of Jesus Christ and the love of God to them. And I can't go up there being fearful and being scared that I might get something or I might receive something. But God doesn't have any power or victory over me. And, you know, so I, I've been um, praying this for um, all the people that we minister to and I'm ministering with. 
it was John's prayer for the saints, and he said uh, that he would want us to be in good health. But the devil doesn't want us to be in good health. But when we are, when we do find ourselves down, and we do find ourselves a little bit sick, oftentimes we find ourselves also crying out to God a little bit more, right? You know, um, so let's take advantage of it, and and then let's use it for the good that can come out of it and come from it. So that was something that I wanted to share with you. But but the thing, the word that kind of God gave me uh, for all of you guys is is uh, just this: um, run. And he, he began to, I didn't know I was going to be sharing with you guys until like maybe 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon. And, you know, the Bible says to be instantly in season and out of season, so I couldn't say no. I mean, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been a pastor or, or a, a man of God if I, no, I can't do it, I can't do it, I just can't go. I don't have anything, I don't have anything. So, you know, oftentimes pastors will have messages that they think they're preparing for something. And then something else comes along, and you're like, oh, well, I can't save that for then if they need it now. And so this message I kind of had prepared for tonight uh, with my men. And um, I thought, well, Lord, I don't have anything else, so I'm going to bring this. And, and he began to speak to me about relationships. And he began to speak to me about the marriage and about relationship with your children and, and your family and, and how the enemy uh, does not want that to prosper and how he doesn't want you to be in good health uh, within your home, uh, between uh, you and your spouse, and that if anybody's been married here uh, any time at all or uh, for any long period of time, uh, you should be able to testify and say, man, it's a constant, it's a constant Staying on top of things and not allowing the enemy to creep in. And Hebrews 12.1 says, Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And I heard this uh, African proverb, and I thought, man, that is good. And I think that in a world that we, we live in that is so fast and is so busy, and, and there's so much distraction in social media, and I can find myself in the same room with my wife and be in two different worlds. And, and, and you, could, you could easily be taken off track, you could easily be taken off focus, you could easily be like, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm just tired of this, right? You know, um, this African proverb says this, it says, if you want to run fast, run alone. If you want to run far, run together. And in the, in the ministry that, that I'm blessed to be able to do, by the time the men get to me, their, their marriages is almost always, almost reconcilable. I mean, it, is, it has gotten to a place to where neither one is willing to work at it anymore. 
And oftentimes, a lot of the counseling that I do is is couples in the church where substances may be involved, substances may not be involved. Uh, but one is tired of the other one, and the other one's tired of that one, and 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 there just seems to be a a a, a place in the life where where they begin to run their own race. You know, one's running this direction, and one's running that direction, and they're not running together. And, you know, what kind of race do believers run? I know that my wife has encouraged me several times over the years when we get discouraged to one another or, 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 or the, the, the weight of ministry or the, the weight of, of, of having to sometimes put more attention or focus on other people's lives than, than sometimes your own. You know, and, and pressures can get hard and heavy, and and, and all that, and and we can we look at each other, and I'm, are you okay? Her response, as of lately, has been, I have to be. And and, and I think that there's a lot of lot of good counsel there. I mean, because what kind of race do believers run? We run a race together. You know, so I don't know if there's there's a, someone here tonight that's like, I'm about ready to just quit. I'm, 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 my love has grown cold for you, and, and, and I just don't look at you the way I used to look at you, and I don't know that I really believe that God called us to be together. I don't know, but I feel like God put this on my heart today to be able to talk to you because I look at my life and the history of my life, B.C., before Jesus Christ, there was a time and period of my life where my wife had grown cold in her love to me. I was a drug addict. I was a worker. I was a provider. But I was a drug dealer. I mean, I, I, was, I was running a business as a front. I grew marijuana in the basement. I mean, I had my family on edge. I was emotionally abusive. I lacked a relationship with Jesus, period. I loved the world and the things of the world. I loved myself more than I loved my... I was running my own race and I was going as fast as I could go and it got to a point and got to a place in our marriage and in our relationship so I can't do this anymore and God did something in me that she couldn't do for me that I had to do on my own and I gave up, and I surrendered, and I said, man, God, I don't know how to live this life. I need help. God came into my life, wrapped his loving arms around me, and touched me. There wasn't a Bible in the room. There wasn't a pastor in the room. There wasn't a preacher in the room. And I just began to bawl and cry. Did that fix my marriage? Not that minute. 
it didn't affect the way she felt about me. It didn't change what I had done to her. It didn't change the things I had said to her, how I treated her. But it changed me. And I began to listen to God and began to slow down the way I ran and where I ran. Somebody needs this today. This is for somebody. God knows that there's somebody here. He put this on my heart yesterday for somebody. I began to change the people, the places, and the things in my life. And while I was working on my relationship with God, God was working on her. Was our relationship getting any better? It was functionable for a long time, for six months. I went to church without her for six months I read my Bible I went to the woods and found a prayer rock see I had blown my witness with her before time and time and time and time and time again I had blown my testimony with her over and over time and time and time and time again and then one day she went to a revival with me. And God done something to her that I couldn't have done for her. And he changed her. And she began to love me. So if you're struggling in a relationship with someone right now and you just don't see that there's a way that this could ever work, you don't, I mean, and you fall in love with God. Give everything you have. Don't become super spiritual. Huh? Don't become a Bible thumping preacher too or you're, your wife or your kids, just walk it out. Live a different life. Live a life that has been so radically changed that those that are around you cannot deny that something miraculous and supernatural has happened to you and that you are no longer the same creature that you was before, that you're a new person, a new creation in Christ Jesus. And I'm telling you what, it isn't the goal to be able to win them back or win them over necessarily. The goal is to get right with God and let God get everything else down here on the right playing field. See, when I met my wife, I met my wife in sin. I met her in a bar. Okay? 
But God had a calling on mine and hers life. And when I talk to you, I talk to you like the same way. I believe God has a calling on your life no different than he had a calling on our life. And when we got together, she was like, I mean, I went to go see her one time and she hid in the garage and told him, don't, I'm not here. Tell him I'm not here. And when she'll testify to you today, that it had to be God. We did it wrong. We started our relationship out wrong. We did it wrong. We didn't do it right. And we had to go through the weight and the consequences of doing it wrong. We can be doing it wrong. We did it wrong for a long time. And it was hard. It was tough. But man, when we started doing it right, you know what? It's still hard and it's still tough. we're honest about it and we're transparent about it and we love the Lord and we love you and we're thankful that Pastor TJ would have I don't know man God's developed a relationship between I and your pastor that's pretty awesome God can do that you know and he's developed, we've had a relationship with this church body for uh, probably almost 17 years. Uh, just kind of off and on, hit and miss. Um, but man, we, we are so thankful uh, for you guys. I just want to ask you a few questions. How are you running? I'm not trying to bring condemnation. I'm not trying to dig some things out of your closet, man. I just know that in my life I need somebody to be honest with me sometimes and be real with me and ask me some questions that are hard for me to answer. That's why I try to live my life out in the open and, 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 and preachers all the time complain or cry around about having to live their life in a glass box. Hey, man, that's what you signed up for, brother. Get over it. Suck it up, buttercup, you know. That's the way, that's the way her and I talk to one another. She, she puts me in my place. I got the toenail removed Friday. I got this crazy poodle. That dude stepped on my toe and dug in. Man, I'm telling you what, I about threw that guy across the road. She's... It's so simple. She said, he don't know you got your toenail removed. <laughs> You're right. He don't. He loves you. He wouldn't intentionally do that. That's the way we need to be towards others. I don't intentionally, maliciously ever want to hurt that, that lady. I did that. And when God saved me and redeemed me, that was one of the things that I committed to him. That, Lord, I'll do my very best to not maliciously or intentionally hurt 
people that you have allowed me to have in my life with you. How is your family running? Are you running as a cohesive unit? When you look at your family and look at what God has given you, where God is taking you, do you see that cloud of witnesses that is encircling around you? Testifying about the race that you are running. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And we're called to stay the course and remain faithful to the end. Paul used this same imagery in his life. And he said this, he said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Every day. At the end of the day. How did I do? I'm telling you, there's some of my days. I left the house to go work on a house that whoever laid their tools in that house should have never had tools in their hand. We had to cut through all the floors in the house just to get to the plumbing. We had to move the family out of the house to be able to get into the house. And on my way there, I got a call from the ministry that our septic was backed up. And I spent five hours trying to unplug the main septic line, eventually had to say, got to call Roto-Rooter to go back over to another mess. But at the end of the day, that isn't what I signed up for that morning. I didn't wake up that morning and you know, asked to play in other people's poop for five hours. I'm sorry, I'm just real, real, you know. I'm just very transparent, I'm very real, because that's literally what I was doing. And, and, and to be honest, you know, I mean, I get these crazy thoughts in my mind. I'm like, I don't even poop over here in this building. My wife's going to be on me when we leave. <laughs> Pray for our relationship, would you? Isn't, isn't it good? Isn't it good to be able to laugh in the house of God? Though? You know, we've done some stupid things in our life. But God's got us through it. I'm glad that she decided to marry me when I said marry me or get out. <laughs> that was a stupid way to propose to your wife. Just trying to figure it out. I was trying not to live in sin any longer. I was trying to get into a relationship with God, and I had no idea what I was doing. I had only known one kind of life. 
I was just doing the best that I knew how to do. And, I, and I, in my thinking, it's like we got to get married or we got to separate. At the end of the day, let me tell you something. I may not always handle myself the best. You ask the guys right up there that, that, that have to live with me seven days a week. You get to see your pastor mostly on Wednesday nights, Sunday mornings, and sometimes Sunday night. You oftentimes get to see him when he's at his best. But your pastor's a real person. And how he may respond and the way he may act while he's at work may be different than the way he would respond and he would act up here. I know it is for me. And the way I act with my wife or treat my wife or treat my kids may be different than the way it would be when I'm up here. Well, let me tell you what's different when you really know Jesus. At the end of the day, I get things right. I don't go to bed. I don't let the sun go down when I'm still or when I'm angry. And when you're angry, don't allow it to cause you to sin. At the end of the day, when you get drunk. I know for some of you, that's, not, that's like, well, that's not a big deal for me. At the end of the day, I'm not bitter. At, at the end of the day, I didn't shoot heroin in my veins. I know that's not a big deal for some of you. But it was for me. At the end of the day, I don't have unforgiveness in my heart. We're changed. Because we've run, we've committed to run far together. Hey, kids. When I was your age, I would have looked up here at a guy like me and said, you're an idiot. Now, one thing, I wouldn't have been sitting in the front two rows. No way. I'd been sitting in the back. If I'd even been in here at all. God is the one that will change your life give you the purpose that you've longed for since you've been born. So you ask yourselves, I know, I know, I know I've been born, but what have I been born for? God knows. He's the one that knows what you've been born for. Passionately be different. Pursue him and follow him with everything that you've got. Run hard after him and love your mother, love your father, even if they're not the best of the mother, right? And even if they're absent oftentimes. God, teach me, show me how to love. Even in the hardest places to love. I, I was going to ask you guys if you would be willing to participate in this with me. And I thought, well, i got a way to trick them up here. <laughs> Bible says be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. How many of you here all love your pastor and his wife? How many of y'all would be willing to come up and pray for them?
many of y'all love your family? How many of y'all love your spouse, your children? How many of y'all would be really willing to come up here and pray for one another? The worship team would be willing to come forward. And the prayer team would be willing to come forward. And as they close us out in a song or a hymn or so I ask you to come forward and pray for one another. Run. Fall. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name right now. God, I can I can just I can just feel the 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 Settleness or the easiness or the presence of your spirit. It's kind of almost relaxing in here right now. Peace, it's peace. Lord, I pray against our pride. And Lord, I pray for humility. And I pray, God, that if we have any troubles, with anyone, anywhere, that God, this would be a time and an opportunity to be able to come forward and to be able to lay down that care upon upon you. Lord, if we have aught with anyone, anywhere, even if they're not here, I have aught in my heart. I feel like I've been mistreated or treated unfairly or I've treated someone unfairly. I pray, Lord, that part of the race is that we take time to examine ourselves and we take time to repent. We take time to just love on one another. And Lord, I pray that this wouldn't be something that I asked for. I pray, God, that the Holy Spirit would be in agreement, that I would be in agreement with the Holy Spirit and that, God, as they begin to play, that you would begin to move. And I pray, God, that we would begin to see healing, restorations, reconciliation, Lord. And that, God, we begin to see revival and fire burning within our hearts and our bosoms, Lord. And that, God, we would, I think this church is a church on fire. And if I see something that's on fire, I I just know, man, that the enemy is going to come along and try and get in wherever he can. We can't let him get in wherever he wants to get in. Lord, just have your will. Lord, I lift up the pastor. I lift up his wife right now, Lord. And Lord, I pray that everyone would extend a hand to heaven for them. And Lord, I just pray, God, that you would touch them at this place and at this time. And I pray, God, that you would move mightily within their home and within their family. And I just pray, God, that they would become and that they would be in good health, Lord, and that their souls would prosper, and that, Lord, they would be in the position to lead and to guide this congregation and this church and this body. And I pray, God, for every congregant and every member and everyone that's in attendance here today. Lord, I just pray, God, that we would become in good health and that, God, our souls would also prosper. And, God, I just pray, God, that we would look to heaven for our help because our help comes from you. And, Lord, I just pray that we would learn and want to even more and 
more be able to get on our knees and get on our face before a holy, inerrant, almighty God, Lord. And I, I just pray, God, that, Lord, as we prepare ourselves to go out into the streets and to go out into the highways and go out into the mission fields in Nicaragua and Guatemala, Lord, and places all over, Lord, wherever you send us, that, God, we would be as pure and as right and in our relationships as we could possibly be. Lord, help us each one to do our part, to do our part make things right and healthy thank you Jesus for what you're about to do and what you're doing right now I pray this in Jesus name Amen